Hey, 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 welcome to Learn From My F-Ups. This podcast is about all the ish I learned while in the food industry for the past 26 years. You'll hear the good, the bad, the funny, and lessons learned in business and personally. So if you are out there and you think you're the only one who's effed up, let me take that judgment from your mind. Oh yeah, I'm Trey, by the way. Chef Trey J, they call me. I've gone from fast food to grocery store supervisor to caterer to executive chef, from the everyday to the extravagant, solopreneur to commanding over 100 people, sports to healthcare. I've experienced much in this food industry and ready to help you be better than me. Grab a beer or a coffee and learn from my F-ups starting now. Hey, beautiful people. It is Chef Trey J. I know I have been quiet. Um, Last Saturday was my born day, and I can admit I was a little mm, weary about turning 42 and not being in the place that I thought I would be in my life at this time. But hey, you know what? I'm not the only person who's gone through that. <clears throat> and I'm definitely not the only person that will go through that. And so uh, for me, my new year is my birthday, not January 1st. So uh, the last few days I have been pondering, praying, and um, wanting to finalize like what my purpose is at least for the next year you know so excuse the clearing of the throat I'm a little under the weather but I'm like you know what I gotta stop allowing life things to make me stop doing things I want to do consistently and this podcast is so important to me when things are important to us we will find every way possible to make it happen. We will make it a priority. And this podcast is a priority to me. And I have to be diligent and focused because my prayer and my purpose is to have this played in every food establishment and hospitality establishment across the world across the world that's what i want to do so let's jump into it today's episode is about customer service training i want to hit five points today so that we can really talk about how to deal with uh, customers, how to deal with our uh, peers, how to deal with management, and for the owner, how to deal with your staff. So customer service training is so important, but it is skipped. It is it is not one of the main things people do anymore. I can't tell you how many establishments I go to, and there's a new person 
and they literally have just been thrown on the register, thrown into being a server. And people don't take the time to train like they used to. And so I am creating a program to where if you need it, you can call me to uh, come and do your custom training program. But uh, we'll talk about that at the end of the episode. So the five things we're going to hit on is unique training, uh, responses when uncomfortable, how to maintain stress under extreme circumstances. The customer is not always right. Okay. And the end of shift, how to decompress. So unique training. Customer service at this time is truly needed because we've, you know, opened the world back up and we have vaccinated versus unvaccinated and all of this things that have gone on in social media and in the news and how it's literally bringing uh, chaos to people. And instead, we need to bring harmony. We need to bring harmony. We need to bring love. We need to bring um, peace and a good time in our establishments because for a year, you know, there was a, a period of time where you couldn't even go out. And so even if you are, you know, under the COVID policies, you can only have X amount of people in your establishment. Some people are very, very um, strict on that. And some places do not care. Either way it go, you need to have unique customer service training. What does that detail, Trey? So that is one, how to deliver the message that there will be a wait. Two, when you get asked the same question over and over and over again, how to not get an attitude with a new customer. Because of course, at that moment, they're only thinking about themselves and not knowing you've been asked this question 80,000 times. Customer service training starts from the buster all the way up to management. So if you are in this industry and you are the person who goes out to clean the tables, you need customer service training. If you are the person who is the server, the waitress, the mixologist, the uh, or bartender, you need customer service training. If you are the front of the house manager, you need customer service training. And if you are the lead chef or cook who sometimes people request to talk to, you need customer service training as well. Customer service starts at home. It starts within your team. How you treat your team is how they will treat customers. I'm going to say that one more time. How you treat your team is how they're going to treat customers because they're going to emulate you. They're going to take your lead. I always say if the head ain't right, everything else will not work right. Think of it this way. 
when our mind is somewhere else and our body is functioning, at some point your body going to shut down. Or at some point your body's going to push through. It's going to surpass whatever pain may be going on. Or it's going to surpass whatever challenge is going on because the mind is there. Well, guess what? Business owner slash general manager slash uh, front of the house manager, you are the mind. You are the head. You are the lead. So your behavior and your response to your people is what they're going to emulate. When we train properly, yes, you train in etiquette, you train in the entire menu, you train how to tell a table uh, that they no longer have that particular item at this time or it's sold out what we in the back call 86. It's been 86. It's been sold out. Um, you know, if there's a limited menu, then you let them know that. Uh, these little details mean a lot. Training a server can bring in upgrades, uh, more money, you know, making sure that they taste the menu is important. We used to, for a family meal, we would, if we had any new dishes, um, this is when I was under someone. So my chef, my lead chef would make plates for us all to taste. So that way we can literally tell the person what, how it's seasoned, how it's cooked best, what type of flavors are in there. This is how you get people to come back because they know, oh, that server knows their thing. Yes, you can start that from the beginning. Stop throwing people, just throwing people on the floor. Take a day. Like, <laughs> technically, we're still in a pandemic. So take a day to close or have a day of training where you train your new people. Train them on the menu. Train them on the drinks. They need to memorize these things. Make an ebook and also make a physical book for people to have to learn what they need to know in order to be the best server. The reason why the buster also needs to be trained, people look at them and they ask questions. So if your entire establishment is knowledgeable about the menu, is knowledgeable about the drinks, is knowledgeable about, you know, uh, places that are in the area, because you get people that come to visit your city and they'll ask questions like, hey, do you know where such and such is from here because that's where we're going seems like it's not customer service but it is knowing the area knowing places that are within a five to ten mile radius knowing directions these things matter 
I could talk about that for a long period of time, but on to the next. So number two, responses when uncomfortable. There will be moments where as a server, you may be uncomfortable. Let me give you an example. So I am a super plus size woman, but at this time in my life, even though I was plus size, I was very light on my feet. And you get people who look at you a certain type of way sometimes, sometimes, and will think you don't hear the jokes that they crack, hear the things that they say about maybe your hair or maybe your skin tone or, you know, your accent. But we hear it. I've heard it. I've, <laughs> I have literally had someone take a screenshot of me and send it to my manager. Send it to my manager because they said she's disgusting. She shouldn't. That do, that doesn't look good for her to be working here. I was working in a um a store in Lenox Mall. And I sat down to tie my shoe. And this person took a picture of me in that moment. And I cried. Mm, I haven't thought about that in a few years, but I cried because at that time in my life, they didn't know my story. They didn't know I was homeless, sleeping in an abandoned apartment, worrying about my daughter. Like she was in her senior year of school. We were going through some things. And so I still always delivered and put a smile on my face and always gave the best customer service. That particular store went from two stars to four in the time that I was there. Because even though it was that one person that did that, that really hurt my heart, there were so many who truly loved my customer service. I never let my circumstances show on my face. Never. Now, I'm not saying that's easy for everybody because you have, I have had moments in, in my career where my feelings were on my shoulders so heavy, I couldn't function right. There will be moments like that where your staff is going through something so freaking heavy that they can't leave it at the door. Give them grace. If they're, especially if they're a great employee, See if they can find somebody that can tag them out and switch with them. That's important. That's customer service as well to your team. So in that response of that person sending that message, I made sure the rest of that day that each and every person had A1 service because I was hurting on the inside. You will have people who sometimes are rude to your staff because you're short-staffed and they take their anger out on them and will be uh, disrespectful 
and saying what's taking so effing long and um this is bs and i mean y'all know we hear all types of things but you have to teach them how to respond so if somebody come at them other say sir or ma'am i thoroughly apologize for what is going on right now we are short staff but we are honestly doing the very best we can and have some type of accommodation a drink and i ain't talking about no alcoholic drink but maybe like a sweet tea or something or um you know five percent off or the next time they come some type of you know some type of incentive that's if it's your fault if it's not you say the apology and you keep it moving because some people and I've seen it. Some people come in a restaurant determined to get the shit for free. I've been, oh my God, so story time. I've been, I, I went to, um, I'm not going to even say the place, but I went to a spot. It was a chain spot um, with a group that I was in. And they were actually entrepreneurs, um, small business owners. And we went and I was the only one, of course, in no one other person was in the food industry, but she only did a product. She'd never been, you know, in the industry, like in the capacity I'd been in there. So literally we sit down. And we put in our order. And before they even tasted the food, they started complaining. And I just sat and observed how rude they were to the server, how they lied about the food, how they put hair in the food themselves. And I didn't say anything on purpose because I wanted it to play out probably for this moment right here. You're not going to please everybody. Everybody is not going to be happy. It, it just is what it is. Some people, like I said, are aiming to <laughs> make the experience miserable. But to see how that service still kept a smile on her face, but I saw the the hurt in her eyes. Like, I know this food was hot. We just made it because they are a short, um, short order company. Um, I know this food was exactly what you asked because I asked three. This server was really good. She asked three times and made sure she called back the order twice to make sure it was exactly what they wanted. And I let them all leave before me and I, I tripled her tip. And I let her know it wasn't her fault and I never went out to dinner with them again, ever. Because that was devious, that was dismissive and it was downright wrong and it pissed me off. So I'm like, if y'all like this, with a, a um if y'all are like this with 
a restaurant, I can only imagine what are y'all like in other aspects of your life. Never again. Never went out with them again. Learning how to respond is a skill. And it must be taught. Now, this particular server, she was an OG. You could tell. She was an OG. And she handled it with such grace. But I could still see the hurt in her eyes. Because what people don't realize, now don't get it twisted. You do have some people who shouldn't be in customer service at all, should never be a server, should never be a person on the telephone, never, ever, ever, never, because that is just not their personality. But then you have some people that's just genuine, really good people. And, you know, they may be straightforward, and but they get a bad rap. They get a bad rap. Um, and I'm going to say this publicly <clears throat> as a black woman, as a black woman who goes to church, one of the things you would hear from servers is, oh, never want to, I hate when church folks come in because they never tip well. I used to hear that all the time. But that was never my experience because I always tipped well. If I couldn't tip the way I wanted to, I wouldn't go out to eat. I just wouldn't. Or I would order I would order it where I would pick it up. But I, I don't know. But stop discriminating beforehand. Stop discriminating beforehand because everybody is not like that. Okay. I done went on a tangent. Let me go to number three. How to maintain stress under extreme circumstances. So uh, for my birthday night, we went to a, a restaurant called Big Whiskey. And it is, uh, y'all, they got some of the best drinks. It's in Birmingham off of 150. They, their drinks, whew, so good. The food was good. I, I've been there one time, so... Wanted to go for my birthday, and it was packed. It was buku packed. And you could see the stress <laughs> on their faces. And one of the things that I know for sure, like we went in and they said it'd be like a 30-minute wait. We decided to go somewhere else. And um, which was a mistake because we still ended up driving around. But anyway, um, you could tell the young lady had been asked the same question repeatedly. And you could tell another server was tired. She was she was ornery. Um and what people fail to realize is there is still COVID protocol. So you'd hear, there's empty tables here and there's empty tables there. There's still a COVID protocol, people, that they must follow. So one, I would still put a sign on the door that there's limited seating per time. 
Two, I would make sure to have a booking system. If somebody wants a party of, you know, six and over, then they need to they need to book in advance. Even if it's an hour in advance and they're able to go online and book, that will save you time, that will save you frustration, and it will also give you um, a forecast of what's to come. Also, being able to go in the back and just taking a deep breath, that's important. That's important um, when under the extreme circumstances. You have to learn how to save face. You can't let it show on your face, the stress, because that's a turnoff. And you don't want to mess up your tip. <laughs> Let's just be real here because people live off their tips. And you also don't want to give off bad vibes. You don't. People are going out to enjoy themselves and have a good time. And you want to make that money. And you also want to have a good night. So if it gets too stressful, if, it, if it's too much for you, then either this industry is not for you as a server or you have to learn how to take deep breaths in the back. You know, you may have to vent for like two seconds, get it out and then go back out there and, and show face, okay? Number four, the customer is not always right. Child, listen, woo! The customer is not always right. This is where you have to establish a really good relationship with your manager and with your lead team, your team leaders, right? You want to have frequently asked questions for your team. How do I deal with uh, someone lying? How do I deal with um, someone changing their food order at the last minute and then saying, well, why am I paying for both of these? Well, you ordered both. You ordered both. How can you deal with it? How can you handle it? Have a FAQ for your team. Have a strategic plan for your team on how to deal when a customer is not right. And if you don't want them to deal with it, have a protocol for them to call the manager and the GM, whoever is the lead that night. And this is where you have to have levels of customer service training and you have to do things in chain of command. It's man it's mandatory, it's necessary. Don't don't make your team fight by themselves. That is not leadership. That's selfishness. Don't get in the position of a of a general manager or a restaurant manager or a team leader and not lead, not take accountability for what goes on that night, especially if your 
staff comes to you and say, hey, I got an issue. I have a person. They're getting loud. They're getting rowdy. How can I diffuse the issue? Please help me. That If that person comes to you, then this is when you step away from whatever you're doing. You know, tag team, tag off. Have them complete that, you know, maybe you're helping uh, put out, push out food. You have them push out that food for you and you go handle that. That's a good leader. Okay, that's that's how you do that. And you diffuse the the the. You diffuse the situation, and if you have to, put the ass out. Put them out. I have put out people. When my team has come to, when I was living in New Orleans and I was a restaurant manager, we had a, a woman coming in there cussing and acting a fool over a coupon. And my assistant manager came to me and she said, and my assistant manager was a hothead. <laughs> she was straight up. And she said, I'm about to cuss this lady out. Please trade. I said, I got you. I made her stay in the back um, to keep cooking because I didn't want her to go out there because I knew she was going to cuss the lady out. I knew she was. Lady out there acting a fool and I let her do it all by herself. And when she finished... Or I shouldn't say finish. When she had a moment of pause, I say, ma'am, either you're going to comply to the coupon and what our rules are, or you can leave. This woman called me everything but a child of God. And I just told her, it's not what you call me, it's what I answer to. So due to the fact that you can't respect me and you can't listen and you're coming in and disrupting my restaurant and you are disrespecting my assistant manager, you can go. And if you don't leave, I will call the police. You are banned from here. And I kept calm. My voice was calm. People are used to people going off, acting a fool the same way. This is where your upper management has to have that type of training to where they have to know how to keep their calm. I kept calm. And it took a minute, took her a while to leave, but she left. I called my GM and I called the owner. I let them know what happened. We documented. People, document everything. Docu document everything. We documented the situation. And because we had cameras in the restaurant, was able to pull a picture. And that's how we dealt with that situation. So in customer service training, you're going to learn the personalities of your team. Some people are hotheads like my assistant manager. They, <laughs> she a hothead. I'm the more calm one. So you need all personalities in any business that you have. In that situation, my personality was the better one. But there have been situations where she was the better person to deal with something. So you'll learn that. And that's what it takes. You have to get to know your staff. You have to get to know your people. For my last point, the end of shift decompress. At the end of your shift, 
every shift, no matter how late it is, no matter how tired you are, ask your team if they're okay. Ask them if they're okay. Ask them, do they need anything? Ask them, have they hydrated? Ask them if they're hungry. Ask, ask, be that leader that ask. Be that person that gives them comfort in knowing you care about them, not just the job that they do, that you value them. Ask. Because some may need a moment. Some may need to go to the bathroom and cry. Some may need to scream. Some may need to cuss. Some may need to drink some water or some juice. Some may need to just talk to you. It's important because guess what? You don't want to bring that home with you. You don't want to bring that frustration home with you because it's not fair. So decompress before the sh before they leave or try to it's important and it's important for you too i truly appreciate you for listening to my points of customer service training one have unique training two respond when on how to do responses when uncomfortable. Three, how to maintain stress under extreme circumstances. Four, the customer is not always writing. Five, at the end of shift, decompress. If you are in need of a customer service trainer for your team and for your management, then feel free to email me at chef. Trey J at gmail.com. That's C-H-E-F-T-R-E-J at gmail.com. I will happily, happily come to your um, establishment and train your team as well as train your management as well as train you, uh, train the business owner because we all need it. We... <laughs> Uh, my um, one of my clients, her one of the people that she works with, Mr. Glenn Brooks. He always say, "Uh, we all we all need help sometimes. You know, you can't do it by yourself." And my trainings are unique. They are different. They are not your everyday type of situation. Um. Due to my F-ups and um, situations that I've been in, unique situations that I've been in, uh, my customer service training is different. It prepares you for things you wouldn't even think to prepare for. So, again, if you need customer service training for your team, email me at chefter. EJ at gmail.com, chef J at gmail.com. I will talk to you all later. Um, thank you for your patience. And I look forward to I look forward to hearing the results. I look forward to hearing what you all have to say about this episode. And there's more to come. Peace. <laughs>